Christy Gushow is the Chief Commercial Officer for KSL Resorts. And in this episode, she's going to tell you about a trend that's creating opportunity for us all, something she calls the Great Crossover, as well as ways hospitality providers can use technology and creativity to delight guests and staff and make more money in doing this. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. You could go through an exercise and say, what would you get if you crossed a Chevrolet with a Four Seasons? Right? And what does, that, what does that look like? What do people come up with? But the crossover is really pointing to the way brands, other brands outside our industry are starting to think about our industry. So certain fashion brands have already come into our industry, but since malls are starting to realize that their future is probably, the days are numbered, they are looking at our industry as a means to put their brands in front of consumers on a more regular basis, but in a meaningful way. Because we're in the business of lifestyle. People come and live in hotels, don't they? So if you as a brand can put your product in front of, of individuals in a practical way, that's your new showroom. It's good for the so brand. Is it good for hospitality companies? Are, what are the benefits there? Are, are there opportunities for innovation? Yeah, and I'm glad you asked that actually. Because you're always trying to keep your brand fresh as a hospitality provider. A room is a room is a room. Yes, we can put subtle touches in it, but you aren't going to go through a major renovation or a cosmetic overhaul every single year or every single month. So these collaborations actually allow you to bring a whole different level of experience to the in-room and to the public spaces. So you've, you've already seen, I think very recently, actually it was um, Viceroy did this with Hotels.com. They teamed up and created the Wonka Room experience. And I believe there are Barbie suites. And that's an example where obviously mainstream media and cinema are, are trying to use the, the hotels as platforms to continue that story. But for a hotel, that gives them an opportunity to do something else with their real estate in a meaningful way that allows them to charge more for that experience. And it's highly memorable. So then you've got the, the shareability and a high level of engagement with your guests. If you think about these film studios or car companies or whatever the partner is, is it reasonable for hospitality brands to expect some sort of financial contribution? And can this be a revenue stream as well as an opportunity for innovation? Yeah, absolutely. Certain brands will be willing to enter into a sponsorship of sorts, depending on how much of the real estate they could obtain or have rights to. And to what degree are they going to embed themselves in your customer's journey? So, for example, there are multiple touch points that we have along our customer journey. So there's, there's obviously going to market, asking for the business and those various touch points. Then there's the, the engagement that happens before somebody comes to the property and to consume the product. Remember, we sell a promise of something until somebody shows up at the front door and physically starts that consumer journey. So in that piece of engagement, the, the partner can certainly be involved with us. And then it continues through the physical consumption of the hospitality experience, whether that's in-room, public spaces, 
food and beverage, if you happen to enjoy a great location where you have outdoor space or even a beach, uh, really the opportunities are endless. And then there's the after show effect. How do you continue with that brand to build that engagement with that consumer? And of course, there's a huge retail component that, that sits around all of this. One of the things that is exciting to me about this role of chief commercial officer is you have the chance to think holistically about the business. It's not just almost like old school revenue management of assuming demand is finite and we're trying to just capture the most out of it. You are also seeing sales and marketing and all these other functions and experience. And, and so you're able to create new demands. It sounds like new revenue stream in addition to optimizing the demand that is there. A hundred percent. I mean, that's what, what makes this role, but also this industry so fascinating. I mean, there's, there's magic to it. You're constantly watching consumers, understanding how they're engaging with you. How are they buying? Why are they not buying? What more could they buy? And using that information to redefine the real estate that you have. And I think of real estate as a canvas. And there's actually two core tenants that I keep in my mind. And I have these, these two usually written out on my wall. The overarching premise is that anything and everything is an inventory set. Right, so a table, a chair, a bed, a space, even a small redundant corner is inventory to be sold, depending on how you choose to use it. And then with modern technology, everywhere and anywhere becomes a point of sale because we can now create digital signage and points of engagement using mobile technology and AI to be omnipresent in that guest journey. Now that's down to the consumer to choose if they would like us to be there with them, but certainly there is technology now available to enable that. So Can you give me you, an example of that? If you think about sort of mobile technology, just generally, I mean, at a very basic level, hotels, many hotel brands have had apps for a number of years. And the consumer, of course, only has so much real estate on their phone. And they will make some hard choices as to how many apps they're going to allow to live on their phone. So more and more brands now are starting to use more advanced text-based messaging using advanced AI to serve up timely messages and engagement as they're traversing the hotel estate. And that might be anything from just checking in with them to make sure that they have everything that they need through to being able to understand where they are on the campus and bringing to their attention certain activities or locations near them that could be of interest to them. That might be a yoga class that's about to begin. That might be a marine biologist that's about to commence a fireside chat with a group before going out to the ocean to then walk people through, through the beach. And again, your imagination is the only limitation to what we can do. So those core tenants should drive everything in our product strategy, our service strategy, and allow us to create some very, very meaningful experiences. And building on that, if you start to think about just some of the broader society signals that we're seeing, uh, I spend a lot of time thinking about wellness. Um, and I should back up. When I say wellness, it's actually triggered by this very apparent problem that we have in the world today with loneliness. And I think there's, there's some data here to say that one in three of, of the US are suffering some degree of loneliness. 
and over 60% of young people actually record chronic loneliness. So think about what that means for hospitality. They're pretty significant numbers. So we have an epidemic that we have to deal with. I look at that and go, what does that mean for me? What does that mean for my team? What does that mean for the hotels and how we operate and engage with our future guest? What do they need from us? Because when somebody walks through our doors, Josiah, they are in our care. And we are responsible for making sure that whatever reason they have chosen to stay with us, that they are successful. Now, they, they may come to us because they're attending a business meeting. Great. I want to make sure that you have a great night's sleep and that you can get up in the morning and you are 100% what you need to be to nail that meeting, to sign that deal, whatever reason that you, you could be attending that meeting. If you're coming to stay with us with your family, you might have saved all year long for the precious three or four days of, of holiday that you've taken. And so that time is very, very important. And we remind our teams that, that they have a responsibility to that guest and a responsibility to, to the hotel and the brand that they're representing and to the community that we operate in. But we want that family to achieve their personal goals. I was going to ask you what your definition of hospitality, and I feel like there couldn't be a better description of what this is. It's, it, it's a place to belong. And that doesn't mean it has to be a family but when, again, when people walk in the door, and I look at it through three lenses, actually. If I look at it as a, an associate or as a host, employee, I want people to look at our industry as a place to belong. So back to the point about loneliness. I think we are perfectly set and poised as an industry to welcome back individuals and give them a place where they can enjoy diversity, they can enjoy empowerment, they can be talking and meeting new people every single day. You'll never get lonely in a hotel. It's just you will make great friends. You will make friends with guests that come back every year and look forward to seeing you. So from that standpoint, I think it's a wonderful industry and very important to our society. If I look at it through the lens of an owner, it's about bringing back something to the community that they can be proud of. In our world at Carousel Resorts, we invest in existing properties and we see ourselves as the stewards of those properties. And we make meaningful investments in the hotels, generally investing to an extent where we can make them significantly better than they were, often regain their former glory. And we want to return to the community a gem a business that is going to provide meaningful income and economic vitality to the community and, and a place that they can all be proud of. Proud that it's, it's who it is and what it is, but also uh, aspire to work there and be part of that story. And if I was looking at that question through the lens of a guest, it would be pretty much what we just talked about, which is that idea of this is a place that's going to care for me and help me achieve my goals, whatever those may be. Nobody walks through the door of a hotel just because they have something to get done. So part of our team's job is understand the job to be done. People won't tell you their needs, wants and desires. 
you have to read between the lines and you have to listen between the lines. And often that means the unsaid, which is watching, interpreting, and then you know, surprise and delight, tune into those signals, see if you can recognize what's bearing down on an individual. And hopefully if we do all of those things correctly, we're earning guests for life. But more importantly, we're making their lives better. MLB is, is our internal motto. We make lives better. And it's something very simple to say. I want to be able to walk down the hallways and meet a member of our housekeeping team and ask them, how did you make life better today? And I want them to be able to respond to me and say, you know, I'm glad you asked. I did this, this and this. Or I feel really good about you know, the, my, my ability to help a guest. Or I was really pleased to be able to tell somebody that we now have our own fuel cells and we can produce our own energy because maybe that guest was, was, in, was concerned about the environment sustainability as an example. So I think hospitality can be so many things. It's a magical industry. I appreciate you breaking that down because it feels that success in hospitality and leadership is going to require this. Yes, you need to create experiences that delight uh, the people that you're serving, but it needs to make money in doing so. And the beautiful thing it seems on hospitality is, is you can, you achieve those financial outcomes by thinking creatively, but you do need to have an end state that you're driving to. Yeah. At the end of the day, we are running businesses and those businesses need to generate a profit and a return to their owners. And it comes back to that point about making lives better. We might, we have to make lives better for multiple different stakeholders. You've got the guests, obviously, that, that are core to that, but we make lives better for our hosts and our associates. We make life better for our communities. We also make life better for our investors and for the individual investors in the funds that are used to purchase the properties that we successfully operate. And those might be individuals like you and I. It could be our parents or our grandparents who we all have 401ks and those 401ks are made up of investments. And some of those investments are in funds and those funds are used to do other things. So those funds could be used to acquire hospitality assets. So again, we bear great responsibility. When we think about how we operate our business, we have to work it all the way through to the individual who's worked hard all their life and has trusted us or interested us with their hard-earned money, and they're looking forward to a great retirement. And I want to make sure I make their lives better because I operate a great property. It, that, that's the way the teams think about things. It's important to zoom out, and I think that's where I spend a fair amount of time with Hospitality Daily talking about investment because I think I did not grow up in and around that world, and I think as I started to learn more about it, it can drive more importance for the work that we're doing on, on the commercial side, right? Because I think otherwise you might just think it's some person with a lot of money, it doesn't really matter kind of what the outcome is, but you could miss the teachers or the firefighters that have their retention, their retirement plans in institutional capital, which is 100%. investing in these properties. So people need to understand the ecosystem and they the, the why behind it. A hundred percent. And purpose is important, isn't it? More and more now people are wanting to understand the purpose behind brands. Yeah. So as, as younger people are looking at their career choices, it's it's got to be more than just the label on the business or what you do. It's why you do what you do. Why do you do what you do? Because I, I, I love to, to make people happy. I don't know. We're in the, the happiness joy division. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we do every day. And um, 
I, I think about my own family as I make choices to stay in hotels and they are moments in my children's lives that they talk about many years later. That's what I do. I can change the course of people's lives if I do my job well. Isn't that wonderful? Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 